Hey, hey, welcome back. I am super pumped to be here, mainly because I know that if you are listening, that means that you are ready to stop letting being ready prevent you from reaching your goals. One of the most common things that I hear from clients, whether I'm talking to people in person or in email, are all the reasons why they can't do something. I will literally get paragraphs of all the can'ts, why something won't work out. The most common ones tend to be, I don't have time, I don't have the money, I don't have the supplies, I don't have the know-how, and I am not ready. Now, no matter what shift you're trying to make in life or health, in a relationship with finances, there are always going to be hundreds of excuses of why this isn't the right time or why it won't work for you right now. But the thing is, there is never going to be a perfect time and you are never going to be in a perfect situation to make it happen. And the more and more we wait for this perfect window, the harder the shift is going to be for whatever that goal is or whatever dream you're trying to shoot for. So today I'm going to give you a few quick tips about breaking down that being ready mentality because it really is a barrier and show you a behind the scenes of a personal experience where I felt I wasn't ready, but I dove in anyway. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed, so I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. So I'm going to start by telling you a story, and I want you to listen to this story with your ears wide open, and I want you to think about yourself. What is the one thing that you want to do or change? Where do you want to make a shift or improve in your life? Is it maybe getting healthier, improving a relationship, building a business, maybe you're trying to save money, taking time to learn a new skill or talent, whatever it is, literally anything. I want you to take this story and apply it to you right now and your situation. Also, I want you to go back and listen to episode 16 on conquering your fear of failure and episode one, which is on the all or nothing mentality and how to fix it. Both of those episodes are killer good, and they're going to go hand in hand with today's thoughts and really help you improve yourself and move towards whatever goals you have. When I started my training business, I literally had every single thought that I listed off at the very beginning of this podcast. I just didn't feel like it was a great time. We didn't have any money. I didn't have any supplies, and I really didn't know where to start. We were on state aid at the time, which if you're not aware of that, it's basically like food stamps because we were not making the minimum income. My husband had just been laid off from a job and we had moved back from Chicago and we had these two babies and he was in the middle of trying to start a landscaping business. At this time, I was teaching a handful of fitness classes at the gym, and I had also started an early morning boot camp, which was great, you know, because it was quick and easy, and it was something I loved, and it made pretty good money, but it was still not quite what I wanted. I wanted to run a full-blown training program. So I started by just training a handful of women out of my house. I had a small gym in my house. It was actually 
It was actually pretty funny. It was pretty ghetto. So we lived in a house where the front room was this big open space next to the garage, and they were next to each other. So the biggest room in our house was this front room. But we didn't really need the front room, and I really wanted a gym. So we literally made our front room a gym. It was so funny. Like, the UPS guy would come to our door, and I would open the door, and I'd be like, don't judge. I know my front room's a gym. (laughs) It was, like, so ridiculous. But the living room was on the back side of the house, and all the rooms we needed are on the back side of the house. And I really wanted to work with clients, so it made sense to make this big, awkward front room a gym. It just was, you know, funny when new people met us and came into our house. But I would train a couple of women out of this room, and I would try to do it during my girls' naps, or sometimes they'd be awake, and the women I would train would bring their kids, and they'd play. But at the end of the day, I could only get, like, two clients back-to-back during nap time, or the kids would be awake playing, and someone would throw something at the other kid, and before we knew it, all the kids were fighting, and the training session was ending early, because I did have two toddlers at this point, so two, two two-and-a-half-year-olds, which if you have a two- or three-year-old, you know, like, they are cray cray they have no reasoning there's no rhyme or reason to anything they do so it was really really tricky and I really wanted to build this business but I didn't know how and I knew that I needed to move online but I had all those same issues and same thoughts that people have now when they're trying to you know hit a goal or trying to move forward with a dream I didn't have any money like literally we were we were on government money trying to build my husband's business, you know, starting from the very bottom of the barrel. I didn't have any supplies. I didn't have any money to buy any supplies. I mean, I had my phone and I had Instagram and I had my gym stuff at home, but nothing to really go online. I didn't know how. I had no idea how to do this. It was before like even building an online business for training was a thing. And if I'm completely honest, I did not feel ready. I wanted to run a business online, but I did not feel ready to do it. I felt like this isn't the time. I've got little kids. I don't have the money to support it. And just I felt um, probably a little insecure about my talents. Even though I did have talents, I just felt overwhelmed. I guess the real thing is I felt overwhelmed because the thought of figuring out how to do all this was just a little too much. Now, I want you to think about yourself. Are you thinking about a goal or a dream or when you start thinking about the big picture, you feel overwhelmed? It's really common. But we can't let that overwhelm stop us from actually doing what we want to and making it happen. For me, the idea of building a training business online to help moms like me just kept gnawing at me. It literally gnawed at me night and day and all the time. And I kept thinking about how I could do this. And often that's how our goals or dreams are. They just keep coming to mind. They keep sitting in our hearts of like how we can do this. And I remember thinking, how am I going to build a whole business online with nothing? Literally nothing. I have nothing. But what I did was I broke down this big dream, this big goal, this big idea I had. I broke it down into bite-sized little pieces of a plan. And while I didn't know exactly what I was going to need going forward, I started with super tiny steps, super little things that might not have seemed like a big deal. Now, I'm going to tell you how I started my own 
business and my own goal and my own dream. And the cool part is, is you can do it literally exactly the same, no matter if your goal is financial or fitness or personal or relation. It's it's all the same. Like it's all the same idea that we're working towards a dream. So I follow someone named Shalene Johnson. I love her. If you know who she is, she is the best. On Instagram, her name is Shalene. It's not Charlene, it's Shalene. So it is C-H-A- L-E-N-E Johnson. She had a program called a push plan and it was free at the time where it was a 30-day online challenge where you basically kind of evaluated your life, what was going on, wrote down a lot of your goals, a lot of things that you wanted, and then you picked one goal, which she called a push goal, which helped you push all the other goals, all the other things down that you wanted. And it it will make sense, but she has you go through like your relationships, your finances, you know, your personal things, and she has you rate everything and then it helps you pick a goal. So I did this and I kind of got a push goal that I wanted to build this program. And then the key to how I did it was I started with three tiny goals a day. They were not big goals. I could not look at the end finished product of like building an online program. I couldn't look there because it stressed me out. So when people are like, I want to lose 50 pounds, you've got to stop focusing on that 50 pounds. What you need to focus on is I am going to go on a walk three times this week for 20 minutes, or I am going to drink a hundred ounces of water five days this week. You don't even have to do seven, you know, start with small, tiny goals, little things like that. If you're trying to save money, I am going to start by saving $10 a week in my savings account. And at the end of the month, it'll be $40. Just really little, little, little steps. So I do three baby steps a day of things to push me towards my push goal. And every day I took these baby steps. So let me tell you what I did now. For example, my very first baby step was I was going to make a master list of exercises by each muscle group. So I literally wrote biceps and I wrote down under it every single exercise I could think of that included biceps. I did the same thing for triceps, for quads, for hamstrings. I went through all the muscles and did it that way. That was my first baby step. I didn't focus on the end product. I didn't focus on making, you know, tons of workouts, 20 workouts, you know, three months of workouts, whatever. I focused on literally making each group of muscles and writing down the exercises that went for them. I then made a list of progressive movements where you could make exercises harder or easier so that I could have a couple modifications. And then I took all of those and I collected the workouts from teaching classes because remember I had been teaching a boot camp and all of those and my strength training workouts. And I laid out the workouts one week at a time. I didn't even know how many weeks I was going to do. I literally laid them out one week at a time, separating out the muscle groups to make sure that there was enough time for rest and that they were functional with a variety of activities based on what I knew as a trainer using push and pull muscles and even using different types of tempo and weights and timed and intervals and all kinds of things. But I started it with just naming the exercise, naming the progression, naming the different types of training I could do, and then laying them out one week. So my goal first was one week of workouts. Then my next goal was I'm going to do a second week of workouts. And my next was the third week. And I built the workouts out like that, just one week at a time, not even thinking about anything else. 
once I built the workouts, I literally wrote them on scrap pieces of paper. I put them just on Word docs, just on documents on, you know, Word. And even now you could do it in notes on your phone or just an email or whatever it is. Like I started with nothing. I had no money. So I just did it in Word docs because I had my college computer, which had Word on it still. So that was the only reason I was able to do that. So I started it with that. And then I filmed myself explaining macros in a three video tutorial. And when I started with clients online, I was super scared and I posted one client photo and I picked up 10 clients and I sent them their word docs and I sent them their three videos on their macros and developed their macros. And that was all I had when I started bare bones minimum. That was it. As I grew, I realized, oh my gosh, my word documents need pictures. So I started taking pictures of my exercise, not even videos, just pictures, like side-by-side pictures. And I realized that people would probably like a weekly outline of like what our plan was for the week. So then I wrote out an outline. And mind you, I am a terrible writer. So these first outlines, they probably were like, does she speak English? Her writing is terrible. I am not a good writer, but I knew fitness. So I just wrote them out and I went with it. I just made it happen. And then I realized, you know what? better than pictures, I'm going to upgrade and I'm going to do videos. And so I made videos of all the exercises. And then I had someone proofread my outlines and fix those. And I started adding daily emails to help teach an education on fitness and health because I've learned people do better when they understand the why behind things rather than just being told what to do. Then I realized that people needed check-ins. So I could track the client's progress and see if their macros needed adjusted and make sure I knew what was going on. So I developed a check-in sheet. And to be honest, a client suggested it. They were like, you should make a check-in sheet. And I was like, that's a great idea. And this was years ago. So I developed a check-in sheet. I also finally signed up for a platform where it would actually host my videos and you could do the workouts on this platform. And then I also added some variations in the workouts for diastasis or people who didn't. Since then, I have consistently updated, added things like emails, additional standalone guides to teach pregnancy, postpartum, how to heal your diastasis recti. I've changed and added a payment system. I've changed workouts and added workouts, and I've added employees. And my latest change to my coaching is I just recently refilmed 300 plus videos of all those videos that I filmed years ago. I redid them with text cues, form cues, different camera angles, and I'm going to be adding a cheaper subscription. So not only do I have my macro coaching clients, but there'll be a cheaper subscription. It's just going to be a couple months down the road. So I'm also expanding with a few other products that I will mention once I get closer. The reason I'm telling you this, I'm not telling you this to like display my whole business. I'm telling you this because I want you to go back to my very first step that I explained. The very first thing that I did, I started by literally listing workouts on a scrap piece of paper and organizing them into muscle groups. That was all. It was the base layer. And then I've built an entire business afterwards, but it was a tiny step to get me started. I had no idea where I was going or where I would end up, but I started with that tiny step of literally listing exercises under each muscle group. I heard a quote this week on another podcast from Stu McLaren, and he said, and I think it really relates to this situation and to you, no matter what your goal is, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. 
I give you an example of something that I didn't perfectly do right when I started. I had to change my workouts. I had to change the way that I sent people things. I had to add things. I didn't start it perfect, but I had to get it going and I just had to start. And so no matter what your goal is, no matter what your dream is, whether it's health or fitness, you know, finances, relationships, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. And you can adjust along the way. Like my Conquering Your Fear Failure um, podcast explains, making changes is scary. It's really scary. And we all have that fear of failing. But not making the change and not following your dream or reaching that goal, imagine your life that way, to me, that's way worse. So now I want to give you a few really simple tips to just get you started towards your goal. Baby, baby steps. I had no idea when I was writing out muscle group exercises that I would be running a podcast, you know, six years later. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. I didn't see this. So you have to just take a tiny, tiny steps and stop focusing on this massive end goal because that is overwhelming. My first tip is to break it down and start small. There is a quote by Thomas S. Monson where he says, live life by the yard, it's very hard. If you live life by the inch, it's a cinch. And that is so true. So when it comes to your goals, my first tip is you have to break it down and start small. I told you that I used a 30-day plan from Shalene Johnson. She actually sells push journals that do the same thing. And I still use them on a regular basis. I have used them for years now. In the push journal, it's a super simple 30-day planner, which you can buy three at a time. And it's not like your everyday planner. It's so different. It's going to do that whole breakdown of like everything going on in your life at the beginning and help you pick goals and then help you pick your push journal. I did reach out to them because I literally love their product. She knows I love their product. I, I basically stalk her from a distance. She just doesn't know me. And I'm like, I love your product. I built my whole business off your push journal because <laughs> I'm like obsessed. So... If you use the code on their website, I'll add the link in my show notes. The discount code for 10% off is Andrea10, and you can get a push journal. But in there, it's really nice because it breaks down every single day, and you have three. You have a section where you just put three tiny goals. And when I pick three goals for each day, they're little. Like I make sure they're not more than 10 minutes. And if one of the goals is more than 10 minutes, I actually will only do one. So I'm only really allotting for like 30 to 40 minutes a day. I know that people are busy. I know you don't have a lot of time, but I promise if you cut some scrolling time down or maybe some, you know, downtime, you know, in the evening, if you take 20, 30 minutes to watch a movie at night or whatever it is, that you could probably find 20 to 30 minutes in your day to have some small mini task ideas. So the push journal does help with that. And then it does that every single day and it helps you plan out for the week so that you can push towards that goal, little tiny piece by tiny piece. But if you don't want to get the journal, obviously you can just get your own journal and write three tiny things every day and you can check them off. But that is a huge thing for me that was helpful was breaking it down and starting tiny little thing at a time. Like I wasn't able to say, okay, now I'm going to write a 12 week workout plan. Like that was overwhelming to me, but I could start by listing literally exercises into muscle groups. I was like, biceps, I will list every exercise I can think of for a bicep. I could do that. I could manage that. It wasn't scary. So break down whatever your goal is. If your goal is to lose a certain amount of weight or do a pull-up or whatever it is, start with 
three walks a day. If it's learning to do a pull-up, maybe you're going to start with just shoulder retractions, you know, three sets of 10, three times a week, you know, something super simple. Again, the $10 for your savings account, really, really small, tiny goals because they're going to add up and then you can slightly increase them. My next quick tip is going to be to expect stumbling blocks. I know that we want things to go smoothly, but the simple fact is in life, they never do. It's never totally smooth. And life is going to have trials and it's honestly going to make you stronger and more empathetic in different situations. So stumbling blocks, while in the moment they're hard, they're not a bad thing long term. When you stumble on, you know, whatever's going on on your stumbling block, you just have to learn to stand up, you have to learn to step onto the block, and you have to learn to keep going. And oftentimes with these stumbling blocks, we get to stand on top and we get to see the big picture. We may think a stumbling block is, oh, I didn't get a workout in this week, or um, a child got sick and I wasn't able to do this or that or meal prep. That's okay. That's just a normal daily stumbling block. That doesn't mean it needs to ruin our goals. We just need to get on the block and get over it and move on because oftentimes we just keep kicking that block and then we feel bad for ourselves and then we sit down. Never sit down on your goals. You need to stand up and you need to step on the block and get over it. And you need to find a way to do that. Small, tiny tweaks can help us and you're not going to be perfect. You have to realize that. It's also really easy to get negative about issues that come up in reaching our goals. But you have to remember that any goal or dream, it's a process. It's going to take time and that is normal. Nothing goes perfectly. Kids get sick, you miss workouts, meals fall through, conversations don't go well, and sometimes accidents happen and cost money. And simply put, we can't dwell, we just need to move on. My last quick tip for helping you move on with your goals and not wait until you're ready, but just make it happen, is to focus on your wins. Clients often will send me check-in forms and point out the two or three things they did wrong and will see none of the four things that they actually did right. And I will end up pointing that out to them. And I'm not going to lie here. I I do this too. I will point out things that went wrong during my day or things that didn't pan out the way I wanted to. And my husband will be like, yeah, but you did, you know, this and that and that. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm such a hypocrite. <laughs> I'm not focusing on my wins. And I have to remember that for myself, especially if you have any issues with anxiety or just like discouragement or anything, it's often easy to focus on the negative and you need to focus on the wins. You need to focus on what you did right. Even if it's small, you write those affirmations on your mirror, you say them out loud to yourself, you tell yourself that you had wins and you remind yourself of your small wins along the way. Because small wins add up over and over and over again. They turn from tiny steps to massive steps to leaps. So you just have to focus on those wins. I want you to write down in a notebook, with an erase marker on your mirror, in your push journal if you end up getting one, anywhere. I don't really care, but at least one thing that you do right every day. And I want you to watch that list build. And then when you're starting to go into this you know, funnel where you think you're not doing it right and you're failing and you're fearing failing or you're just feeling negative, this list can help you remind that you are not sinking. You are not sinking in your goal. You are swimming. You may just need a different paddle. You may just need to learn to paddle better. And that is normal. You are not sinking. You are paddling. You are doing just fine. You just need to adjust. And that is okay. So focus on those wins. 
honestly, whatever your goal is, whatever your dream is, whatever you want to improve in your life or build or change or shift, whatever it is, I know that you can do it. I know that it can be done with tiny steps, one step at a time, expecting stumbling blocks and being positive and focusing on the wins. I know that things can be changed if we focused on these three tiny tips, which seem so simple, but they will keep driving us in the right direction. I didn't know when I started that I was going to need outlines for each week when I was listing those muscle groups. I didn't know that I was going to be even needing a payment system because I was manually collecting the payments. And I honestly did that forever. Let me say a little too long. There were just things that I just didn't overthink the process. And I started very tiny. I didn't know how to do most all the stuff that I needed down the road. But I just got started and I didn't overthink it. And I didn't over worry about it. And I just got going. And that is what I want you to do. I want you to just get started. Don't worry about doing it perfect, but worry about getting it going. You are going to hit roadblocks. You are going to hit dead ends. You are going to hit forks in the road. And sometimes you're going to have to turn around and go down the other road because you went down the wrong one. But that is okay because it is a journey and going towards any goal or anything that's worthwhile is going to be a journey. I know it's going to be ugly sometimes, but I honestly believe that you can do it if you just get going and you keep going and follow these three simple tips. I love you. I think you're doing a great job. I always appreciate if you subscribe to the podcast so you get automatic downloads right away. And honestly, if anything in this episode or any of my episodes helps you, I love if you would comment on my Instagram and tell me. I see all of those and I love to see them. So if you comment on any of my posts, any of your thoughts from any of the podcasts, that would be awesome. I also really love if this podcast was helpful that you write a review and tell me about it because I read those or share it with a friend. Either way, I just hope that you learned something from this and I love to hear from you on if it was helpful or what your thoughts are. You are doing better than you think you are and we'll talk next week.